Endorphins are neuropeptides from the hypothalamus and pituitary gland. They cross the blood-brain barrier and head into the opioid receptors to block pain and create feelings of euphoria. And if anything I said resonates inside your head, then tune on in to the Endorphin Report. Welcome to the Endorphin Report. I'm Daniel. I'm Cynthia. And in this podcast, we talk about romantic movies, like comedies, dramas, and the endorphins that they give us. So this is largely about Cynthia telling me about movies that she's seen that give her endorphins. And what does that mean, Cynthia? Well, I'd say they're attempts of endorphins. I'd say just happy feelings you attempts. get. Yes, attempts. Sometimes you watch them. And sometimes you just watch them because it looks like a silly movie. But you're like, ah, it might be fun. Or it just might make me happy. Or sometimes you do watch some people kiss and you get like super happy sprinkles where you're like, oh, that's so sweet. And so that is what I call endorphin sprinkles, where they just trickle down into your brain when you're watching the film. Excellent. Yeah, we're ex-housemates and I like to hear about these and I like to hear about the sprinkles. I saw Ghost recently, actually. That had some good moments. Oh. With the pottery and so on. Yeah. What about this one? So the movie we're going to do today is called The Holiday Calendar from 2018. It's on Netflix and stars Cat Graham and Quincy Brown. So we're going to break it down. First, Cynthia's going to tell me about the plot. We're going to talk about will they make it and like the wooing tactics, like what was effective wooing and what was not. The ooh versus ew factor. And I would like to have our villain story. There's always some person who's like not that great in the film, and we're going to give him his own backstory in future. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, and end up with the endorphin report. Yes. Does this movie deliver when it comes to endorphins? So, Cynthia, what happens in this movie? All right. I see a poster here with two very attractive people of color. Yep. And there's a house. That is a Christmas-looking house. So it's called The Holiday Calendar, and big surprise, it happens at Christmas, like 80% of rom-coms. Mm -hmm. Abby is the main woman, and she is in a small town, and she's like one of those photographers that takes it, everyone's family comes, and they all take pictures for like Christmas or things like that. So she's that kind of photographer. Mm -hmm. She goes to her home where her family is, and of course, their whole place is decked out in like wreaths and garlands and like huge-ass house. And her parents are like, you're a photographer. That's not that steady. You should join us at the law firm. But she wants to do her own art. So she takes her own pictures and she wants to pursue her own art. When she's at home, her friend Josh appears, who's evidently her lifelong friend. And the whole family knows him. The first time I watched it, I thought he was her brother or someone like that. Because he was just like, hey. But then they establish he's a friend. So he's known them forever. And evidently, he's been going around as a photographer and going and like traveling all around. And now they're like, oh, you're visiting. And he's like, actually, I'm back for good. I want to settle down. And they're like, oh, that's great. So he's a hometown hottie. Oh, so he comes back and they have this thing between them where they just hug all the time and he takes a okay. fake picture of her where he'll like make a little picture like he's faking taking a picture with his fingers and then she like poses. So that's their thing. Her grandpa 
is a sweet guy who gives her a ginormous antique advent calendar. Like, it is half the size of her. Like, she carries this big-ass thing. And he is like, I want to give you this that your grandmother had. And he it's just like this wooden, super elaborate-looking thing. You can't open it. Like, it's kind of, like, locked. And he's just like, take this advent calendar. And she's like, okay. And she brings this huge-ass thing home. Because storage is not a problem in these small towns. So <laughs> so what is this thing? Like, I've never seen an advent calendar like that. So advent calendars, you know, usually it's like candy where you just pop out some cheap candy out of like a little like plastic thing. Or I even got one for my cat once. Like, you just, you know, <laughs> day one of Christmas, you know, day two of December. And then every day you can pop out some either cheap chocolate or my cat treat. I got a Lego Star Wars one from my in-laws. Yeah, I was just thrilled to have candy as a child. So I was psyched uh, for that. But I've never seen one that's like giant with big boxes for the thing. This is like a giant one that is like half the size of a woman and it's huge. Um, and it's just like, it's a house and it has many doors and they have all these wreaths on it and different decorations and it's like carved and wooden. She brings it home and she's like, whatever. He winds it up, he gives her and she goes, thanks. What do you mean winds it up? I don't know. He just puts a little key and just does a little wind up and she, she, she goes, okay, thanks. All right. So, okay. This is something magical that's happening probably. She hangs out with Josh, her buddy, who she shows this store that she would like to rent has her gallery. She would like to have a photo gallery and she's like, oh, I would love it, but I need 12 months rent so I can't afford it. She hangs out with him. He's like, oh, I love your pictures. Oh, there's pictures of us together. You know, remember good times. She shows him the calendar. It won't open. She goes to bed and then the calendar thing, which imagine is from like, I don't know, the 50s or 40s or I don't know, 1800s. It magically lights up at night. Like she's sleeping and it all lights up. Ooh. It's magic. Christmas magic. It magic. And then <laughs> like she wakes up and one of the doors is open with a light behind it. And she pulls out a little figurine. She's not shocked about the magic of how this electronic light shows up or how it opened up or anything. She's just like, oh, look at this little thingy popper. So she doesn't have like that Steven Spielberg wonder look on her face. She just like looks at it and is like, oh, it's little. Oh, this, is, this is for being in a magical calendar. It is crappy little like carved stuff in there. She pulls out okay. a little like crappy carved wooden like boots or something and she's like, oh, right. little boots. And she just pulls it out and puts it down and walks away. And then she has to dress up like an elf basically for her 24 days of taking photos of people, you know, with Santa for the next month. So she's like, this is going to be lame. Um, but she gets Josh to come help her. So they're going to be like taking pictures of people with Santa all day. Uh-huh. And he gets her a gift from Italy because he's been traveling all over. And he's like, I bought you these shoes you'd like. And she's like, Josh, you know me, you know. That is a hardcore gift. for a That is a lot to, to travel someone. with. If you just have a backpack and you buy her boots, that is a big ass thing to travel with. But, but also where she doesn't get to try them on. He just knows her. He knows her size. He knows her comfort. He knows, her he knows foot everything. Size, her foot width. Yes. And he can buy her something her that stop. will take up like one fifth of his backpack. <laughs> so she's worth it. Is he clearly in love with her at this point? They're clearly comfortable and they're clearly buddies and they're clearly like huggy, buddy, love each other in a way. But could it be more type thing? You know, like they clearly okay. love each other platonically. But could there be more? Could there be more? Could there be? 
The next thing she gets in the calendar the next day, it's a tree. So like a little wooden tree. Then she's driving and a guy's tree falls off his car and like almost goes into her car and she gets out and it's a tall, dark, handsome doctor. And they have a lot of punny banter about trees and twine and like better, you know, get your tree on tights type stuff. And then he... <laughs> Wait, is that innuendo? Is that a tree in your pants? They they just do a lot of like, she, she's all like, you better watch out. And she's like, oh, I got to do a citizen's arrest. So, you know, they do a lot of crappy dialogue together. Uh-huh. And talk about twine versus bungee, which maybe, I mean, maybe you could get a little uh, bondage in there if you felt like it. It's a pretty G-rated <laughs> film. But if you're really right. searching, you could pull that Something out. Something like, yeah, I'm quite good with rope. Yeah, well, like she's I'm just... I'm good with knots. <laughs> wink, wink. So day three, December 3rd, the magical calendar pulls out a nutcracker. She goes visit her grandpa and she's like, Gramps, is this just a calendar? Like this thing opens up and he's like, what else would it be? I would be have a lot of questions about the technological effects of this. But she's like, Gramps, this is kind of strange. Like things keep happening with with the calendar, you know, like it magically opens up and then it kind of connects to her day. And then day three is a nutcracker. And when she's working, she meets the doctor's kid and the kid is dressed up as a nutcracker. So she's like, oh my God, it's something else in my day to do with a nutcracker and a calendar. He's a single dad, by the way, who all the women in the school want to bone. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something has to go wrong because she's meant to be with her friend, clearly. Does he hate Christmas? Is that what No, it is? no, he loves Christmas. All right. All right. He thinks okay. like we all have to think about the Christmas spirit. So he, you know, so what is going to be wrong with him? She has an epiphany. She's like, oh, my God, this calendar is predicting the future. This is magical. So she brings her friend over, Josh, and she sits there and she's like, Josh, this thing is magical. It's going to open at midnight. And he's like, all right, let's wait. They evidently fall asleep on the couch together. So that's like the... You know, a little cute. They're like, oh, I fell asleep. They missed the magical opening, which defies all our known universe. But they fall asleep mm. because they were just talking and it was cute. And they had to fall with each other's head on okay. each other's shoulder. So, yes. They'd fail as paranormal investigators. They would. <laughs> but guess what's the next day is a candy cane. This is somewhat pointless because it <laughs> it predicts the future, but in a way that is totally inactionable. I would say if you have all Christmas items and your town is covered in Christmas swag, statistically, you're going to come across that item. <laughs> That's so, true, yeah. You know? <laughs> so if you have a candy cane. And there's candy canes everywhere. Think, oh, my God. I was at the CVS and there was a candy cane. There was a candy Destiny. cane. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> so they're not very predictive. And you can't, like, change your action based on it. But this is a big one. So she is there, and a kid is a little snot and kicks the Santa in the shin when he's, like, sitting on Santa. And okay. giant candy canes that are huge that are kind of, like, making a path, they fall, and they fall on her, and she, like, sprains her wrist. Oh, my God. And so Josh is like, oh, my gosh, you have to go to the doctor. Like, we need to get this looked at. And she's like, all right, I'll go, I'll go. So she goes to the doctor. Guess who's the doctor? He's hot, sexy doctor, single dad man. He glances at her wrist and he goes, oh, this is nothing that an ibuprofen and a drink can't fix. And I was like, oh, no, you do not have those two together. And <laughs> he, he, she goes, let me give you a script. And he writes out his cell phone number on the script pad. And he's like, I just wanted to ask you out for a drink. 
And she's like, that's legible. Are you sure you're a doctor? And I'm like, yeah, because you're doing a lot of unethical things right here. (laughs) So... (laughs) Don't hit on patients. Do not hit on patients when you're looking. And he's like, I'll look at your wrist later. And you're like, this is super inappropriate. (laughs) She goes on a date with him that night. He takes her out to a a cafe. It helps, by the way, if you know that Cynthia is a health professional. Yeah. So I I get a little more pissy when they do health stuff like that. I'm like, (laughs) really? Really? She goes on a date. And then she tells Josh, she's like, I'm going on a date. And he's like, oh, really? Like, oh. And then his other elf friend, you know, like, because they're, they're all dressed up like elves. He's like, oh, man, you got friend zoned. He didn't get friend zoned. He just didn't make a move. He didn't make a move. I mean, he's been traveling this whole time and dating other women. And he comes back and he's like, I'm back. I'm settled. Like, I'm ready. But like, just, just. She didn't even know he was coming back. Like, dude, like, you can't just date her on your own schedule. Like, come on. A hit on her if you're going to hit on her. So she's dressed up. Josh sees her and does the, uh, he's like, you always look beautiful, you know? Thanks, Josh. And he uh, does his little picture thing. Takes his little picture, fake picture of her with his little fingers. Mm-hmm. The doctor comes and looks at her wrist over coffee. Super weird. And they have a little cute date, I guess. And then they end up dating like every night that week, which is a little weird. Is that weird? I think that's weird to do, especially when he's like got a kid at home, like going on literally a date every single night, like during December. And it's Christmas time, too. Who has time to go on a date every night on Christmas? Yeah. So they literally go on a date. Like the calendar gives her a horse, which is a really shitty looking horse, I got to say. And then I think they end up going on a carriage ride. And then the next time, what do they do? They go to like a dinner and there's carolers and the calendar produces a caroler. And, you know, they just show them like montage of them being like, oh, my God, laughing. Everything's amazing. And then we're on day 14, right? Uh-huh. She talks to her grandpa and she's like, oh, I have all these dates and gifts with him and it's really great, but I don't know if I'm getting to know him. And I'm like, how? You guys are like spending a lot of time together, you'd think. If you have a date every night for 14 days. What are you talking about? <laughs> her wrist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Josh comes back, you know, he invites her to see the, the movie A Christmas Carol. No, Christmas Story. You remember that? Mm-hmm. With like yep. Ralphie and, and like the kid, the classic film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but then um, that night before that movie, the sexy doctor man takes her to a food kitchen, which he's like, we're going to do this because it's it's really important to remember people and that we need to help people. So I like to bring people here to remember that. And you're like, oh, this is why you suck, because you are really patronizing. Yeah. And then she starts talking to some of the men there, like some of the the people they're serving and some of the men are like oh yeah that guy he always brings like people around like to look like a saint so they're kind of basically telling her like big douche red flag like he kind of <laughs> brings you know women there yeah, on like dates that. and make himself look it is good a douche move. yeah super douchey move so here is you're like oh that's what's wrong with the doctor he's a creepo she brings him back she shows him the calendar and she's like look the calendar it predicts things and he's like well i think that's a bit of a stretch because you know doesn't that mean it's kind of like a horoscope, like you're going to try to make that happen? And she gets really upset. And then she's like, we haven't had a real conversation this whole time we've been dating. And again, I'm like, what are you guys doing on this date? Do you guys just stay silent the whole time? Pure sex? They haven't even kissed. They have not <laughs> even kissed. So they break up. He's like, you're breaking up with me over this calendar? And she's like, yeah. So he doesn't appreciate the magic of the calendar. He doesn't appreciate the magic. And evidently, he gives her a lot of glitz and glamour, but he doesn't give her substance. 
Because who do you mm. think gives her substance? Josh. Could it be Josh? It's possible. So, next, Calendar gives her a Santa hat. Again, it's a very safe bet, considering she works with Santa Claus. Yes, that is a pretty safe bet. She's like, and then I saw Santa the next day. And everywhere <laughs> else I walked around, there was Santa stuff. <laughs> 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 then her big move, right? So she's a photographer. She wants to get a big move. And then she's literally in the small town. Her boss is like... The photographer for the mayor just got sick and it's like the Christmas lighting ceremony. It's your big shot. And she goes, oh my God. And she grabs the camera and she takes pictures everywhere. Wait, she's not a journalistic photographer though, is she? No, she just, I don't know. I guess in this small town, taking pictures for the mayor is a big shot thing. So this is her big move. But she's going to sell it to the newspaper or what? Yeah, she's going to She'd give it to the mayor and then the mayor would put it on their website and that would somehow get her exposure. <laughs> this is like the photography logic. In the As film. an art photographer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> She'll have to make them very avant-garde. Very Diane yes. Arbus. So, I mean, I guess you just get in with the mayor and then there she's like, I will promote your avant-garde <laughs> photo photography. So, I don't know. So then she takes pictures and then she's so happy. But then Josh accidentally clears the card, like the memory card, because he like wasn't paying attention. So they get upset. She gets blamed for it and doesn't say it was Josh. She gets fired and then she's pissed off and they fight and then she like puts the advent calendar in the car, I guess because it's been bad or she's upset or something like that. So she just puts it in her car and then her sister decides to have her go to the school auction. She's like, you need to come with me. Oh, she ends up seeing that the store is bought. You know that store she wants to open for a gallery? It's bought. Uh huh. She calls Josh's friend who's like, oh, I think Josh is on a date. She's like, he's on a date? Oh, my God. And he's like, I don't know. He was wearing the date shirt. Uh, and so she doesn't know where, where Josh has gone. And she's like, oh, Josh and I have fought. Oh, no. Not too much drama. She ends up losing the auction advent calendar because somebody accidentally put it in the auction. And she's really upset about that. And then, I don't know. Let's just stop here. What do you think happens on Christmas? Do we see who bought the advent calendar? No, we don't. It was just sold in the auction. Okay, go. Josh got the advent calendar for sure. Okay, go for it. Uh, go, go on. So the magic of the advent calendar somehow brought them back together. Maybe the door opened and it had like a picture of a camera and that taught him that he should go to her. Oh, that would be actually a really specific item, wouldn't it? More than like, more than just a candy more cane. Than a Santa hat? Or yeah. <laughs> Right, and so that tells him that he has to actually make a move, and it it goes wrong, but he gives her back the advent calendar in any case, and the door opens with something that tells her that she could, should get back with him. Maybe mm -hmm. it's like a little carved figure of him. Okay. Oh, a personalized carved figure of him. Now, that would be pretty magical for that calendar. Yeah, yeah. That it, really would. You have would. to make it not like a creepy doll version of him, but it has yeah. to be <laughs> respectful. Yes. Cartoon version of him. And then yes. she realizes she should be with him all along. This would be hard because you should see the horse it did. It looked like some messed up dog. So <laughs> this would be hard for them based on their prior skill level of the magic calendar creators. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want a Cynthia doll in there made by the same people. No, no. So then there's one of him and then she sees it. And then you think she then is like, I see this doll now. So I should go have sex with Josh. Right. Okay. 
she manages to stay up until midnight on Christmas Eve. Okay. And then a big glow comes from it and like a yep. magical swirling particle. No, there's already been glow the whole time. They're never that impressed by it. There's been a glow the whole time. Okay, and like a blue beam from heaven comes oh, down. Oh my down. gosh. She manages to see what's happening and realizes, oh, oh my God, it's super magical. <laughs> but I must obey the calendar or doom will surely befall me. Yes. And then there's a little figure of Josh in it. That's my ending. Oh, wow. That is, that is, that is bold. Which means that it's not the ending. <laughs> so, so, the, so the ending is, A, her grandmother saw the calendar at the auction and just got it first, and then he gave it to Josh. Okay. So Josh had it. Josh had so, it. So Josh had it. You got that point. Uh-huh. Josh puts the present on her doorstep, and she comes in and picks it up in the morning. Like, she sees it. And it's for her. And the the calendar actually in front of her magically opens on Christmas. Okay. And it is a crappy looking snowflake. Like it looks like a couple like toothpicks put together. Uh-huh. And then half of the calendar falls off, like the backing of it falls off and reveals a address and a time. Oh my gosh. And then wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. The yeah. back of the calendar. The back it's of the calendar falls off, the but there's still a whole other back to it. It's just that a superficial other part of the backing fell off. I don't know. And it's an address in, her, in the it's town? It's an address with a time. And then she ends up going at that time. And guess what? It's snowing out. Like snowflakes. What? Yeah. But it would be snowing wherever and whenever she went. <laughs> it's been snowing a lot, too, but it's snowing at that moment. Oh, my gosh. Okay. She sees Josh, and she's like, it's always been you. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And he does, like, her little photo picture, fake photo picture thing or whatever. And she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you, too. And they kiss. But she gives him a camera. And then he's like, let's go inside to that store she loved. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, didn't you know? Wait, I forgot about the store. Okay, he's a secret millionaire and he bought her the store. Okay. Turns out he's not just a photographer who travels. Turns out he is a super rich or rich-ish travel blogger and he's like you've Uh never even looked at my blog as my best friend and i evidently have a lot of money and i bought this store and now we can make our own gallery together but he bought that for her before they were going back together yes yes that is a bold move huh yes major life purchase without consent and without getting together with her and you know that's like hundreds of thousands of dollars right yes he bought that whole storefront he did. And then they're there and it's a year later and they're kissing and they're like taking pictures of their family and everybody's happy. The end. Oh, but the calendar lights up one more time. No one's paying attention. Whole thing lights up magically. No one no one pays attention. But it does. What happens to the calendar? It just lights up. It's there. It's just it's just it's just uh just it's just showing. It. Like it's just it's just like centered. It's named the magical calendar and it's just showcased in the gallery. So it's just going to be quiet. For the rest of the year. So, segments. That's Segments. We'll skip directly to will they make it. Will they make it. Yeah. I mean, they're like best friends who love each other. And they like both are photographers who run a gallery in this town. And he's got a lot of money to support them, even if the store is kind of struggling a bit. Because it's a small town gallery. I don't know. Maybe it's a lot of tourism. But, yeah. Of course they're going to make it. They're sweet together. Yeah. They have a lot of chemistry. Like... Much more than her and the doctor. Why didn't they date before? Uh, that's what always bothers me about these movies where it's about people who grew up together and are best friends is I'm always like, why did you not do this before? But she always says like, oh, he always had a lot of girlfriends. 
But I'm always okay. like, I had hormones when I was in third grade. Like, if I was with this, you know, like, dude who I'm really good friends with, I, you, you know, in high school or college, you'd totally get hormoned up and make out sometime. But I don't know. <laughs> Evidently, it takes for them to be in their 20s for them to, like, him to come back from traveling and be like, I'm ready to settle down and get with the girl I really like, who is my best friend. Okay. So, yeah, they're going to make it. So they're going to make it. Yeah. The question would just be, why didn't they get together a long time ago? Which is, yeah. All right. So now the the part about wooing tactics. Ooh versus ew. Yes. So like, what is cute and what is creepy? Yeah. And this could apply to the doctor, too. Ah, doctor, it's such creepy. Do not bring like your date to a soup kitchen and be like, you know, you should really think about other people. That is patronizing (laughs) as hell. So no, that is ew. Yeah. Don't do that. That's just douchey. Okay, this guy does a lot of good woo stuff. You know, he gives her boots. Good points. That are that are perfect. Yes, perfect Italian boots. That's a pretty good move. And he's straight, so that's a Tells keeper. her she's beautiful when she's dressed up at a date. They're like, you're always beautiful. Helps her out. Tells her to go to the doctor when she's sprained her wrist because of giant candy canes. You know, it's a problem. <laughs> giant candy canes are a problem. Like, if it takes one little kid to, like... Push somebody and push down a whole row of candy canes. That is a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yep. They're just lucky it hit one of the elves. Yeah. The photographer, it hit her wrist. That's her money Money limb is like the wrist, you know? Yeah. That's her light meter wrist. Yeah. Okay. So you wanted to introduce a new segment about the villain. Yeah, so I guess he's semi-villain. You know, he's just a guy you're, who's not supposed to get the girl at the end. So this is the doctor, who we've seen is a bit douchey. Okay, how about this? Like, one of the mothers dates him, and just, like, Uber breaks his heart, and then he just becomes a lot more humble. So if you were coaching him, you'd say, you coach him on conversation, medical ethics. Oh, yeah, he needs, like, a Me Too seminar. Uh <laughs> You need a few things on this. We really need to break him down, make him a bit more humble. But not too tragic. It's going to be not like Not too a, tragic, because that's just like kind of sick. Just maybe he breaks his leg from a candy cane? Uh, he says, oh, they could do a spinoff where he gets one of those fake movie head traumas where like the candy <laughs> hits him in the head and then he doesn't remember anything. And then he just like, it erases all the bad things about him. And then he like stays with some girl in the country and becomes humble again. And then he gets his memory back, including his medical knowledge. And he realizes where he's been wrong. Oh yes. It totally writes itself. So this is the sequel to <laughs> the holiday calendar. Oh yes. And it's like, oh, does that person have an advent calendar too? Because this happens at Christmas. Right. And maybe he gets bits of his memories back with each door that opens. Oh, that's good. And then right? he remembers things we and then he remembers things he's done wrong. And then he like, she also shows him the harder life, right? He's kind of a doctor, a cushy doctor. She like right. teaches him how to milk a cow. Milk a cow. And like that he's not, that he doesn't know it, everything. There's some stuff with like a piglet that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is good. This is good stuff. Yes. Oh, you know what we can call this? Because, you know, what? the candy cane falls on his head. Can we call it Candy Crush? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. This is really, really good. I think we have a complete package. We just need to sell this package to someone. We just need to, like, just just talk with the Candy Crush company and they'll okay it. It's fine. Yeah. So, now, the endorphin report. Endorphin report. So, this is a pretty G-rated film. 
I mean, she literally dates a guy for two weeks without a single kiss. So, I mean, I told you, I just saw a super, even more so saccharine one before this. And I was like, oh, please. Like, I had a void from that last film. This seemed so much better. So when they kiss, I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then he's, she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. It's like a dreary Sunday out. It's pouring. And they love each other. I mean, not there. This is in my own real life. It's pouring and gross out. And then in this movie, they love each other, Daniel. That's so sweet. Aww. Yeah. And so that's the kind of thing that gives you those sprinkles that help yeah. to make your Yeah, and this day. one's like not fake because this is like legitimate people. Like, you know, sometimes they've known each other for like a week and they kiss and they're like, I love you. But they's like, they actually do because they like know each other from this childhood and stuff. So they actually love each other. And then they kiss. And that's sweet. Though they really would have wanted to kiss a lot more if after kissing each other for the first time in their 20s. I would be like, we are getting in this car right now and driving back. But they instead just chill out and are happy in their gallery and and smile at each other because it's a very G-rated film. All right. Good for a gray day. Gray Sunday. So good for a gray day. Little sprinkles. Everything's happy in this world. It's all great. She's friends with the mayor. She's going to do great. I'm glad things are going well for, for people. And she has magic, but apparently it has not really affected her very much. No. She cares more about the little like meaning of the figures rather than the actual mechanism. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. you'd be in there like... Trying to figure out how the door is opening by itself. Well, I mean, I am married to a scientist, so I think he would be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> how is this happening? <laughs> yep. Neither of them are scientists. They're artists. They just artists. They're like, you know, sometimes antique 1950s or, you know, super ornate things just magically light up once a year and produce a magical wooden carving. It's what it yeah, is. That makes sense. That it makes is sense. what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. See you next time on the Endorphin Report. Bye. Then tune on in for the Endorphin Report. The Endorphin Report. The Endorphin Report. What was I? Oh, yeah, you're going to have me like. Dorphins are neuropeptides that put a dead in the neuroteric gland and express the brain pain barrier and release into the blood to block this and big feelings of euphoria. See, I got the song real good. Okay. <laughs> Finish it. Um, and if anything I said resonates inside your head. And tune on in to the endorphin report. Yay! I mean, yeah, I just, I got it. I got it. I really, amazing. I really hit the lyrics there. I really did. Yeah. You yeah. Have a, you have a really nice voice, actually. I just am too busy listening to the lyrics usually. Oh, I have been completely, absolutely, completely uh, rejected from choirs. But this one song we have, <laughs> I will not well, super wrong. suck at. So. Yeah, you tell, you tell Mr. Santos from my fourth grade. You tell him. Yeah, Mr. Santos, you were wrong. You were, yeah, thank you. Let's use our platform. Yes, <laughs> to publicly shame my fourth grade music teacher.